Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. Good evening and a warm welcome to Springboard, your virtual university. It's another global edition of those broadcasts put together by Legacy and Legacy, your number one choice for world-class corporate training and your superstition, Joy 99.7 FM. It is brought to you by the kind courtesy of MTN, the nation's number one network, and EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank. Springboard is committed to equipping a new generation of African leaders and executives using the vehicle of human capital development. My name is Albert Okran, and from now till you graduate at 8 p.m., your personal value is bound to shoot up. And so tonight, after three weeks of travel, we get a one-day break to catch our breath and bring you another inspiring virtual roadshow experience on the wings of technology right here on your virtual university. Once again, we'll be going global from the comfort of your home as I bring you the roadshow diaries, one key message, and a preview of the next week on the roadshow, known as the roadshow agenda. It's all happening right here on your virtual university. So let me go straight to our roadshow diaries and today's special edition focuses on the exciting events at the magnificent ICGC Jesus Temple in Kufuridia yesterday where the springboard event took place. This show is powered by my virtual academic board which has comfort as registrar with Matthew and Ignatius coordinating affairs right here in the studios of Joy 99.7 FM. So last Saturday, the 9th of February, we were at the UDS campus in Wa with Dr. Isiansa and Kizito Beyo, who spoke about reaching beyond your grasp. The next was at Sunyani on, on Tuesday, the 12th, where we had KSM Kafui Day and Newmont's Paul Soli. And it was a massive event at the S. Poly Auditorium. There were also community programs in the Bronga Afro region at Yamfo and New Ebrim, powered by Newmont Ghana Gold. But the big event was yesterday at the ICGC Jesus Temple, and it was a day to remember with Kuku Beduado of Stanchat, Veronica Monroe from the UK, Maximus Ametago of Popout, Tosan Wood of Virgin Atlantic, and of course, the keynote address via video link from Komla Duma, who spoke from the UK and who was also honored with the Springboard Personality of the Year 2012 award. He takes over from Uncle James Abel White, who was the personality for the year 2011. And so that's our Springboard Diaries for today. When we return from our commercial break, I'll be playing you a playback of Kamala Dumont's brief but inspiring message, after which we'll raise Kamala Dumont on the phone from the UK to give his acceptance speech and to share some perspectives on the driving force of his life. At this point, I want to invite you to sign up to receive our daily inspirational quotes on your MTN phone by texting the word Springboard to 1983, short code 1983 on your MTN. The data will occur to you that at five pesos a day, the total cost of getting inspired all year through via text is 18 Ghana cities. A little price to pay for a year-long program of inspiration. Inspiration is priceless. One quote a day will keep you strong and encouraged 
in whatever venture you set your heart on to do. So our quote for today is on love and friendship, and it's from Orson Welles, who says, We are born alone, we live alone, and die alone. It's only through love and friendship that we create the illusion for a moment that we are not alone. Everyone needs somebody, my friends. And as the Bible says in the book of Proverbs 17, verse 17, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. So send the word springboard to 1983 right now and check out the experience and you'll be glad you did. So before I bring you the key message for the day, let me remind you that springboard is put together by Legacy and Legacy and the Superstation Joy 99.7 FM. Your virtual invest is proudly sponsored by MTN, Ghana's number one network with over 11 million subscribers and counting, and Echo Bank, the Pan-African Bank. We also receive media support from the Business and Financial Times and technology backing from Dreamable. Talking about MTN, let me remind you that you can buy your springboard tickets via mobile money at 15 Ghana cities in any city of your choice. And if you haven't traveled on springboard before, this is a perfect opportunity to travel to see springboard in a city that you have not been to before or that you've You've missed for quite a while. Let me also remind you that you can listen to the M, the Springboard editions on M Radio. Just dial 1303 on your phone and select 3. When the voice prompt comes, just select 3 and you can listen to Springboard live from wherever you find yourself. So participate in Tadi, in Cape Coast, in Ho, and in the grand finale in Kumasi. Let me take a quick commercial break right now. When I come back, it's Kamala Dumont talking about going global. Please don't go away. Keep the frequency clear. 99.7. At Echobank, we see a great future. With over 1,000 branches across 33 African countries. It's a future where trade can flourish without boundaries. From individuals achieving their ambitions to new infrastructure calling for enormous cross-border investment and unique banking know-how. The future is Pan-African. And Echo Bank is the Pan-African Bank. Joy 99.7 FM. Echo Bank is indeed the Pan-African Bank. I want to welcome back you back to the Springboard, the virtual university. And let me remind you that half at half past seven, I'll be opening the, I'll be raising Kamala Dumont on the phone to share some perspectives with you. And you can also get a chance at 10 minutes later to join this discussion by sharing your own thoughts. If you were at Kofuruja yesterday or, you, or if you've been at the ratio in any of the cities or if you have, uh, you want to highlight a particular issue that Kamala raised. He's going to raise six key issues. If any of them strikes you, just tell us which of them it is. So I invite you to join the discussion on social media about the key issues that Kamala will be raising in this presentation. Which one strikes a chord with you? With you? Is it the one about Consistency, or is it the one about starting small? Let's talk. One four two two across networks. Send us a text message or facebook.com forward slash legacy dot legacy. I present to you Komla Dumas speaking at Kufuridia Springboard via video link. Please don't go away. Joy Hello everyone. Hello Comfort. Hello Albert. Hello Kufuridia. Um, I'm Komla Dumont. Um, it's uh, a pleasure to be with you. I need to start off by saying a big thank you to the organizing team and to all of you who've attended. Attending events like this is incredibly important, especially if you are ambitious and you have plans for yourself. You need to associate with like minds and to do things that help you to achieve your goals. And I believe attending this is one of them. 
uh, at the BBC. I present two programs. Uh, in the mornings, I present the European World News Program, which is mainly business and global news. But a program that I'm incredibly proud of is BBC Focus on Africa. It's a program that we started a few months ago here on BBC World News. I'm the anchor of that program as well. And I'm very passionate about that for, for two main reasons. One, because I'm passionate about telling stories, which is what the BBC does, covering compelling and powerful events around the world. And the second reason is I'm an African. And uh, that kind of draws me a bit closer to the story, a better understanding of what's happening around the continent, and a real passion to tell the story of a new and emerging African powerhouse. And so for those reasons, I'm very proud of Focus on Africa. But across the board, I play a number of roles at the BBC as a main news presenter and as somebody who to a large extent is, uh, you know, very much represents what the BBC stands for, quality journalism, balanced editorial work, and having the ability to reach out to corners of the world and tell the rest of the world what is happening, providing a platform for people to engage, to learn, to experience, and just being part of that is something that I'm incredibly proud of. Um, those of you who know my story know that it did not start out this way. Um, I started out wishing I could become a doctor, and I spent many years studying science. I went to medical school, and those who don't know the story, well, the sad part of it is by my fourth year in medical school, I'd failed the final exams, and I was withdrawn from the program. I wanted to be a doctor for perhaps two reasons. One, because I have passion. I truly believe in doing something meaningful while I am on this earth. And the second reason is I like people. Um, I like to be around people. I like to learn something new. And bringing those two together, I thought a course in medicine would be best for me. However, I discovered after several years that there was one element that was missing at the time. Because I started medical school when I was very young. I was 16 when I started medical school. I did not have the discipline for the long hours of work that was required to study medicine. I was young, I was distracted, and I failed, and I paid the price. It would take me several years to get back on my feet, but within those years, I learned so many things about myself, around about my, my family, about the world around me, and those are things that I have applied now being a broadcaster and in that long journey to where I am today. So one thing you should remember, because I think we're all here to be motivated, one thing you should remember is that failure is never the end unless you allowed it. If, like me, you failed in some pursuits, I failed in medical school, and you give up, it is the biggest mistake you will ever make. Well, you know, people sometimes look at an individual who's achieved something and they only look at what they have achieved. They don't look at the journey. My journey is a fairly interesting one. As I mentioned earlier on, I started out in medical school. That didn't go too well. Um, I was living in Nigeria. My parents were academics. Uh, they were teaching in that country at the time. We returned to Ghana. I had no degree. I had no friends. I knew nobody. And I was, it was a pretty depressing time. However, I still had a lot of desire and ambition in my heart to do something. I ended up at the Ghana Broadcasting Corporation, um, and I was in a department called Schools Broadcast. My main role was uh, reading scripts for a program called Everyday English. 
Um, it was nice. It was interesting, but it did not satisfy my desires. So after national service, I went to the management of GBC and asked them if I could become a news presenter. And I was roundly told, no. Therein lies a lesson. In life, whatever you want to achieve, there are people who are going to tell you no. You have two options, to accept it and be discouraged or to accept that they have said no and to keep moving in the direction that you want to go. It would take me another two years before I ever got any meaningful job in media, and that job was at Joy FM. I started out at Joy FM not as the host of a high-profile morning show, but as the presenter of something called the Mobitel Traffic Watch. I would sit at the back of a motor scooter with a mobile phone and report the traffic news. There weren't many people who were willing to do work like that because it's not the most glamorous thing. It is not the thing that you show off with. Many people want the glory, but they don't want to put in the hard work. I hope that's not you. I started out reporting traffic. I was given the opportunity to start presenting weekend programs, and eventually I made it to the high-profile, top-rated morning show. And some would say, ah, and the rest is history, but no, a lot of hard work would follow. I'm inspired, first of all, by my parents, uh, my late mother, who was an incredibly hard-working woman. She was ill for the last few decades of her life but she still managed to raise three wonderful children and be a wonderful wife to my father, an incredibly bright woman who kept pushing, kept insisting and demanding the best from all of us, even when she was going through immense pain and suffering. I'm also inspired by my father. I haven't met a man who I respect more on this planet. Um, I've often said that if I was to live a thousand lives or to be reincarnated a thousand times I would still want the same parents that I have today great man and a great woman who are hard-working humble spiritual and very inspiring my other source of inspiration is within myself for those of you who are spiritual God or Jesus Christ or uh, you know uh, Islam if you're a follower of Islam you do find a source of inspiration in what you believe but you also need to find inspiration within yourself and for those of you who are familiar with the Bible there was a time when King David was distressed he had lost all that he had achieved but there is a verse in the Bible that says and David encouraged himself in the Lord David didn't go looking for somebody's shoulder to cry on David encouraged himself in the Lord so I often look to myself for inspiration Am I satisfied with the work that I've done? Do I think I could have done it better? Are there still things to do? I look to myself and find inspiration and go for it. Before you go global, you need to start local. Be small, but think big. You see, a lot of people want to be the big face on screen or they want to be the great voice on radio but they don't want to start small I started small it did not matter to me whether anybody knew my name I continued to work to put in the kind of discipline that is required to achieve great things anybody who has achieved great things started small Bill Gates Michael Dell people who created the most powerful computing systems in the world they started their work in a garage they started small, 
but they became big. Prince Kofi Amwabeng, you're somebody who inspires me as well. Because I remember the days when you started your business small. But now, Prince Kofi Amwabeng is one of the biggest industrialists and businessmen in the country. Start small, but think big and achieve great things. The next point I want to make is about standards. What standards do you set for yourself? I often hear people say something like, uh, oh, by Ghanaian standards, this is good, or oh, by African standards, this is good. Look, there's only one standard, and that is a global standard. If you set the bar low for yourself, you will achieve things that are low. If you set the bar high, you will achieve great things. So set a standard for yourself that reflects on the things you want to achieve. Do not set low standards. Aim high and cross that bar. My third point, set targets to measure your own progress. You cannot decide that you are going to become the next great thing, whether it's in science or in medicine or in sports or in broadcasting, if you do not have a target, a plan, and a time frame. If you're just plodding along, thinking, oh, eventually I'll get there, you will not get there. You won't even know if you have. You need to set a clear time frame. By this date, I need to have done this. By that date, I need to have done that. If you do not set those very clear and defined time frames within which you intend to achieve your goals, you will find that you do not achieve them at all. Let me return to our point about being local, but thinking global. The transition from local to global does not mean you have to physically leave your locality. Yes, I work in Britain, I work around the world, but when you're forging your greatness, you forge it where you come from. All the elements of what you see or you think that I've achieved were forged at home. So start building your standards. Start building the quality of whatever you want to do. Start achieving those goals right where you are. So that when you do get on a global platform, the cake has already been baked. I've been through uh, enough difficulties to know that there are going to be difficult times and they're also going to be wonderful times. Um, I'm always optimistic about the future because I know that no matter how hard it gets, the sun always shines through. Um, I enjoy what I do. I work with an incredible organization. I have a very important and significant role, and I'm grateful for that. Um, what does the future hold? Well, I'll see where it takes me. But whatever happens, I'll be prepared for it, and I'll accept the challenge the same way they tell people to take the bull by the horns. I'll be ready for it, and I certainly hope that you are there to share in the journey. And the final point I want to make about things that compel me to move forward is about consistency. You know, people wake up in the mornings, and around the world, they see me reading the news. Millions of people see what I do for a living. But it wasn't always that way. The people who work at this organization, the BBC, the managers of the BBC, gave me an opportunity. But I was ready and prepared for that opportunity when it came. And that's why it's important to be consistent, because there are days on which nobody may notice what you are doing. Nobody may give you praise. Nobody may acknowledge that you've done something great. And you may think to yourself, well, since nobody noticed it, there's no reason to give 
100% or maybe I can get away with 60%. The day you decide your performance will be 40% is the day that the person who could have changed your life will actually see your work and say, this guy operates at 40%. You must be consistent. Operate at 100 or 150% every single time you are given the opportunity because it will only be on one day that somebody will see your work and that individual may have the power to change your life and your circumstances and they will be inspired by what you did. So always give 100%, no matter what is happening around you. All of us have personal problems. All of us have issues that we're dealing with. All of us have to deal with the day-to-day -day things of being a human being. You have bills to pay. You have children to take care of. You have illness or whatever it may be. But you must be consistent when it comes to your dream. And I'll end with this story about somebody who I think really inspires me. I'm sure all of you know who Michael Jordan is. Michael Jordan, the basketball player. I'm inspired by him because of one particular story. Game 5 of the 1998 NBA Finals. This game would give the Chicago Bulls, the team that he played for, the title. Before the game, Michael Jordan was incredibly ill. He had the flu, he was in bed, he was receiving drips, and he could barely stand on his own two feet. And everyone thought, well, he can't make it. He's unwell. And look, if he had decided not to play, I think the world would have forgiven him because he was a great player anyway. But he got onto the court in his illness and broke all the scoring records previously for any other NBA game. In illness and in pain, he performed at 150%. There's not another inspiring story I can tell you. No matter what is happening around you, what matters is what you think about yourself and how you perform under pressure. Be inspired, work hard, set high standards, and take your dream from local to global. I wish you the best of luck. Remember to keep yourself healthy and safe. Work hard, and I hope you achieve great things. Thank you for the opportunity. God bless you all. George, George, 99.7. Komla Dumas speaking at Springboard yesterday in Koforidia, and you can understand why he got a standing ovation, even speaking via technology. But that's the power of going global. No matter where you are in any part of the world, you can make it happen. And Komla shared some very strong thoughts that are bubbling on social media let me just get a few of them for you and i'm sure that you will you have your own preferred comments amongst the many that he shared jonathan as we listening from norway says i am really intrigued by how he handled his failure in attempt at medicine it simply means failure is not a stop it means stop rethink and re-strategize and you will surely make it citizen dancer says albert you've made my day for bringing the boss player i'm loving it Terry Mantis says, I'm listening. Right. What are your thoughts? Reverend Eric Hemeku says, be small but think big. And this is an important statement. And so those were the thoughts of Kamala Dumon. I'm, I'm going to be sharing your perspectives on the message when I come back from this break. But as I promised, I'm going to raise Kamala on the line. Let's talk to him. Let's find out the driving force behind the things that he does. 
if you also have any thoughts about this message, if something is really intriguing you or something strikes a chord with you, whether it's about consistency, talking about consistency, he said something that um, Jonathan has commented on. He says, be consistent. There will be days when no one will praise you. Always give a 100 or 150% every time you get the opportunity because one day the, someone will see you who's responsible for rewarding you and that will be the turning point in your life. So share your thoughts. Which of the things that he shared really struck a chord with you 1422 across networks or facebook.com forward slash legacy dot legacy Pokuo Ekin says there's nothing like a Ghanaian standard or African standard only global standards okay so what which one struck you the most is it the one about consistency or the one about starting small let's talk I'm going to take a break right now and play you the song Guide Me O by Koda and Kamala, this song is yours. As you climb up from strength to strength, may the Lord guide you on this journey. And it's also for all those traveling with us, the 20 volunteers traveling with us 4,000 kilometers so far on the roads of Ghana, by air, by road, and by every means possible, including motor scooters. <laughs> may the Lord guide you on this journey, and may the Lord reward you for your faithfulness. Technical crew, you guys, fantastic. May the Lord keep you and strengthen you. Please don't go away.
28 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. This is Springboard, your virtual university. It's it's an amazing day tonight as we play back the keynote address delivered by Komla Dimovia Technology at Springboard yesterday in Kufuridia. Manasseh Azuri, right here at JFM, says this message must be repeated many times. If I had heard about this message back at the senior high school, I surely would have been better than I am today. Manasseh, interesting that you were the journalist of the year last year because in 2003, Komla Dumont was the journalist of the year and his journey began right there or maybe probably before that and he's come all the way and today he's one of the most recognizable faces on the BBC, leading the BBC and presenting a number of programs, high-profile programs. I am privileged tonight to have Komla himself on the line. The boss, good evening. Yeah, very good evening to you, Albert. It's great to be with you. It's a blessing, my brother. How are you? Um, I'm doing very well. Uh, thank you very much for asking, and uh, I hope you are, too. I hope uh, everything's going well with uh, our friends, colleagues, and listeners. Um, just once again, I, I'm grateful uh, to have the opportunity to speak with you this evening. Well, it's a blessing. And yesterday, the the response to your message alone was an indication of how much people appreciated the thoughts that you shared. There was an absolute standing ovation. And coming via technology made it very special. Well, you know, Albert, uh, again, I, I can only repeat what I've said uh, many times over the past few days. I'm incredibly grateful for the acknowledgement that, uh, you know, you would recognize some of the contributions that I've made, not just to broadcasting in general, but specifically uh, to journalism and broadcasting in Ghana, uh, to the efforts that I've made in inspiring young people to work hard and achieve their dreams. And uh, the fact that you were willing to acknowledge that through the award is something that has touched my heart and I will uh, always be grateful for. And, uh, you know, I spend the rest of the day beaming and smiling and thinking to myself how, how nice it is to be acknowledged uh, that's not why we work hard, but it is always nice when people recognize uh, your your hard work and contribution, and, and I'm very grateful for that. Well, I'm sure that we do this on behalf of not just those who listen to you right here in Ghana, but several people across Africa whom you represent whenever you stand up in front of the cameras of the BBC. But the journey began a long time ago. Over the next year, as Springboard Personality of the Year, you will be the focus of attention for several participants in Springboard as well as listeners and viewers on our virtual university on TV, radio, online, etc. What what would you say to these people who will be looking up to you? What should they expect from you, Kumla? Um, well, in response, I might contradict you in, in some ways. I mean, it's good to look to role model, models for a good example, but I think that the best guide is either your God, you should uh, have faith in, in, in what you truly believe, and then the next person you should be looking at is yourself. I mean, we all have what we call role models. We have people who we admire. But I think it's important to look within oneself for inspiration. Um, no one can be you better than you. Um, no one can be me better than me. Um, whereas some of the experiences that I have had uh, will be instructive for anyone choosing to pursue a uh, a career in journalism or in media, and I can respond to specific queries about, you know, how do you do this or how do you do that? But everyone is an individual, and God created us all differently, and we all have different goals and different dreams, and I think we should look within ourselves and use those individual talents that we've all been blessed with to achieve those goals in the best way possible. So, yes, look to your role models and look to people who inspire you, but it's far more important to look... Uh, within yourself. 
Let me let me go back to the message you shared. Three of the points that you raised in your presentation generated a lot of feedback yesterday and seems to have struck a strong chord with participants online right now on Facebook. The first yeah. was the final point about consistency, a hundred to hundred and fifty percent delivery at every time you get a chance. The second one was yeah. about starting small where you are and forming the ideals before you go global. And the third one was there being only one standard, the global standard and not a Ghanaian or African standard. Which of these three for you is the one you really are passionate about and why? Well, I think, you know, Albert, each one uh, complements the other. Right. Um, I can't single out uh, one and say that, you know, this, this bit is more important than the others. But, but let me just go through, you know, them again in some, in, in some way and explain what I mean. I mean, look, there are many people who look at what someone has achieved, whether it is me or whether it is some great sportsman or whether it is some successful business person, and they will tell you, I want to have that, or I want to achieve that. However, before I or any of those individuals got to the point that we are today, there were a lot of sleepless nights, there was a lot of hard work, there was a lot of disappointment. So the, but there are a lot of people who don't want to go through those difficulties, but want to have the reward. And it never works that way. I mean, there's no such thing, really, as an overnight success. You're going to have to work hard. You're going to have to work consistently. You're going to have to work alone. You're going to have to experience disappointment. You're going to have to be awake when other people are fast asleep. I remember when I started at Joy FM and we were doing a morning show and we were getting to work at 4 o'clock in the morning and closing at 5 in the evening. And even on days when the program was still, you know, struggling to define itself, we were still consistent in making that happen. I remember when I first moved to the BBC and I was doing a program called Network Africa and I would come to work at 9 p.m. in the evening and finish at 8 o'clock the following morning, presenting my last program at 7 a.m. Now, you can imagine how incredibly physically demanding that is, but I always told myself that, look, if you want to do something else within this extraordinary organization, you must be consistent in sounding good, in sounding professional, in sounding informed, even when you are physically tired and exhausted. And I started by presenting Network Africa. Today, I present just about any news program there is available on BBC television. If I had not proven to the people who make decisions at this organization that I am capable, that I am informed, that I am consistent, even on days when, look, I mean, I wasn't always presenting a primetime morning television news program for a British and international audience. I started out presenting on weekends, late at night. If I had said to myself, maybe three or four months into presenting on weekends that, oh, this isn't worth it, I'm not going to try anymore, I'm just going to, you know, get in there and just do the average job. If two years later they were making a decision about who they were going to place in a position of responsibility, it might not have been me. So therein lies the, the message. You must be consistent and you must be willing to start at the very beginning. Unless, of course, there are some people who are fortunate to have been born with a silver spoon in their mouths, but most of us come from very humble beginnings. And even if you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth, if you aspire to greatness or aspire to something, you know, that is above average, 
you will still have to do the work. And there's, I mean, there's, there's, there's no avoiding it. That consistency and dedication will always be necessary to achieve great things. Be capable, be informed, and be consistent. Kamala, so after having achieved what you've achieved so far, do you still nurse a hunger and passion to reach beyond your grasp? Absolutely. I mean, look, uh, one of the most dangerous things that can and kill a dream is to become satisfied at every stage. I think, you know, I'm, I'm not aspiring to one place. I'm on a continuous journey of success, of struggle, of challenge, of achieving things. And I don't see it as a destination. So, you know, if I had been satisfied with being the morning show host of a fantastic radio station, I would still be presenting the morning show at Joy FM, which is a fantastic radio station, and I'd still be receiving a fantastic salary from Quisi Chum, and I would still be happy to be the leading morning show radio presenter in Ghana. However, I aspired to something else, and I was prepared to make the sacrifices for it. And so, you know, in response to your question, you know, I, I, there's never been a time at which I've ever sat back and said, ah, finally, I made it, and I can sit down and be comfortable with, with wherever I am. Um, it's just not part of me, and I don't think it's part of anybody who's truly ambitious or is truly aspired to great things. Otherwise, you know, perhaps uh, Michael Essien will still be playing in Ghana, and, uh, you know, we wouldn't admire his incredible skills in the, you know, in, in Real Madrid and in Chelsea. Perhaps we wouldn't be seeing some of our stars. If Azuma Nelson had no ambition to be bigger than he was, he perhaps would just be, you know, Ghana's national bo- uh, uh, boxing champion, and he wouldn't have aspired to become a world champion. Um, I stay awake at night thinking about the next thing that I possibly want to do. And um, those are the things that keep me motivated. I'm going to be going to work at 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, Tomorrow morning, I'll be presenting early morning news for the European audience at 5 in the morning. I could easily relax and say, well, I have two primetime programs. I have a global audience. It's just okay like that. But no, I'm thinking about how to make the program more compelling, more powerful. How do I deliver... Uh, you know, a better presentation to the audience. Am I informed enough about the issues that I want to talk about? These are the things that keep me awake. And you know what? Every day there is a new challenge. If I interview uh, a well-known and prominent international civil servant, yes, people will say, great interview, excellent job. But I also work with, uh, with you know, some of the most talented people in the world who only care about perhaps your last album. If you deliver one thing today, the challenge is what are you going to deliver tomorrow? Kamala, you, you've talking about interviews. You've, you've interviewed Bill Gates. You've interviewed Kofi Annan. You've interviewed um, Richard Branson. Tell me, which which one is the one that you say is cut above the rest? Um, you know what, um, Albert? In, in every interview is different, and you interview different people for different reasons. And um, so it's difficult to say that... Uh, you know, sitting down exclusively with, with Bill Gates is better, per se, than interviewing, uh, you know, somebody who has just managed to escape with their lives in some kind of conflict. Um, each one tells something different, and each interview has a different purpose. 
and each interview I go in to do, I go in to do it with, uh, you know, with the same attitude that you want to hear a story, you want to hear something new, you want to ask questions that are compelling, that are powerful, that are interesting to people who are watching or who are listening. Um, so big names, great. They may be a nice top headline, but some of the best interviews I've ever done have been with very ordinary people with extraordinary experiences. And I'm, I've always maintained that it's not the name that makes the interview. It is what they tell you. It's the, it's the story they, they convey that makes the interview. So unfortunately, I can't pick a single individual, but there have been some really wonderful ones with some very ordinary people. I'm going to give the last two opportunities to our listeners. Gloria Bachman is asking, Bachman Youngson is asking, what keeps you continually grounded and focused? Well, I think a reminder that I have failed many times in my life. I mean, I, I, those who know my story know that, uh, you know, I've struggled with my academic, you know, life as well. I mean, it wasn't all rosy. It took me almost 10 years before I even got a first degree. Um, I have, you know, struggled professionally as well. I never thought that I would, you know, end up presenting, you know, a major news program on a global news network. I started out at GBC reading scripts for school's broadcast department, Everyday English. Um, and even when I asked to become a presenter at GBC, they thought, no, um, uh, I must recall the times when, I mean, I started Joy FM uh, with uh, Bernard Buckley and uh, uh, Andrew Isaac Adai, who were riding motor scooters and presenting the Mobitel traffic watch. It's these humble beginnings that remind you that, look, um, anything that you think you have today can be taken away tomorrow. I've also experienced personal loss. I mean, I'm sure, uh, you know, almost all of the people listening to us now have lost someone close to them, have lost a loved one before, have lost a friend. And I think the mere fact that we're human beings and eventually we will die is a constant reminder that there's nothing more important than living life and living life well and contributing to your friends, your family, your community and your country and doing something meaningful before we leave the earth. So in terms of worrying about, oh boy, what will happen next? I think every day I'm reminded that, you know, all we are are human beings on a short journey on this earth. And uh, we should just do our best to serve our God and to serve our people. Because one thing is inevitable. <laughs> we will go. And, uh, you know, no one knows when that time is. So let's try and make the most of the time that we have. Finally, Reverend Eric Hemeku says to remind you, Komla, to write a book based on the principles that you shared tonight. Are you thinking of writing, Komla? Well, you know what? I put down notes and I, you know, have a little diary, which... You know, I remind myself of the things that have happened each and every day, and sometimes it's difficult to to write and to, in detail. So I, but but every day I put down even a little paragraph of things that happened and things I want to remember. I have never been one who has been so arrogant to assume that you would write something that people would want to read. But uh, people have told me in the past that you know, come on, you should write something, you should say something. If uh, if I can pull together those thoughts and share them and someone finds them useful, um, that's wonderful. Um, maybe one day I will, but perhaps there's still more that I see in this journey to achieve before I start telling stories about myself. 
but uh, maybe one day I will. And if anyone is interested in reading it, I'll be blessed and honored. Blessings and honor. Kamala, we want to say thank you very much. And on behalf of the team at Springboard, we want to say congratulations. The Springboard Personality of the Year is somebody who has elevated and worked very hard in a particular field and risen to global prominence in that field and exemplified the attributes of humility, exemplary leadership, and discipline. And you are the Springboard Personality of the Year 2012. Congratulations, sir. Uh, Albert, thank you very much. I, I must convey my own congratulations to you as well. Uh, we come from a country where uh, we need to encourage each other. And you've encouraged me, and I think in doing so, encouraged many people around the country to aim high, to aim for great things. If I could just throw in one comment before we wrap up, uh, it's, it's actually not about me. It's about a friend of mine. Uh, many years ago when I was a presenter at Joy FM and I was very proud and excited about the high-profile morning show I had at the time, I had a guest on the program who worked for the BBC. And this guest, his name was Ben Docemalo. He was a presenter of Network Africa. He was in the studio with me. And afterwards, Ben asked me, you know, come on, what do you aspire to? So I thought about what the, possibly the biggest thing I could aspire to in terms of radio and media. And so I said to him, I said, Ben, I would one day like to present network africa on radio and ben said okay well that's fine but surely you have to aspire to something greater um the lesson lies in that message um aspire to even greater things ben malo was kind enough and generous enough as a good friend to say to me that Kamala, you can even be better than myself you can even achieve greater things than i have achieved professionally so if anyone is listening now and saying that oh i'd like to also be a presenter on a global news network and one of the most recognized faces in international media. And I also want to feel what you feel when you arrive in other African countries and people there recognize you and are kind to you and say they're proud of you, which happens to me in almost every African country I travel to and many European as well. The message I have for you is please aspire to be even greater. And it's possible. And everyone said, Amen. And yes, of course, as you travel to work tomorrow at 2 a.m., may the Lord guide you on his wings and have a wonderful day tomorrow. I'll be looking out for you guys on screen, 5 a.m., live with World News. Take care now. Right, good night. All right, it's 10 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. What can I say? It's been an inspiring day on Springboard. And so the phone lines are open now. I'm not, I'm not going to hold back. Just just call into the show. Are you listening? 030-221-6541. You want to talk about Comless Message or the experience on the virtual university tonight? Just call. It's your show. It's your day. 030-221-6541. If you've enjoyed the, the presentation, if there are any thoughts that Comless shared that you feel inspired about, tell the world about it. This is Springboard on the road show, we're going to Takradi on Wednesday at Takradi Polytechnic Auditorium. And I promise you, it's going to be another blast in Takradi. And on Saturday at Cape Coast, Dr. Mensah Otabo, Dr. Joyce Ayi, Ace Ankuma, Comfort Okran, and yours truly, Albert Okran. And they will cross over to Ho on the 2nd of March at the Ho Polytechnic Auditorium. Make a date with us in any of these places. And then on this grand finale on the 9th of March, Saturday at CCC in Kumasi, book a flight book a bus chatter a taxi whatever but find yourself in these places I have Harry on the line good evening Harry yeah, good evening Harry how's it going it's great we are fine did you listen to Kamala's message yes Kamala has been my mentor for a very long time since 
childhood. Right. Um, I remember some years ago, my bosses introduced me to his money show. Right. That was by then when he was at Joyfair. But apart from that, I've been following him on um, BBC as the day goes. You know, Harry, you have, our lines are buzzing, so keep it very brief so I can take as many calls as possible. So you're inspired by a complex message? Thank you very much, Harry. I have Benjamin from Clark on the line. Benjamin, good evening. Yeah, yeah, good evening. Uh, tell me, which one thing Kamala said struck, you, struck a chord with you? Um, sacrifice. You know, consistency. You need to sacrifice before you can get something big. You need to sacrifice. And, uh, you know, I'm really, I'm really, really happy about that comment that he made. Uh, I think that people have started enjoying, you know, anything, any small thing that they get, they want to enjoy. The, the, even though they aspire to be somebody great, but they don't want to sacrifice. And this common that I've seen in the youth and I believe that it's a great message and that if the youth could really work on it. Thank you very much. I'm sure we all need to sacrifice. I have Noah from Dodo on the line. Noah, good evening. So tell me, which one point struck a chord with you? Which one? Consistency. Consistency. 100 to 150%. So... Um, thank you so much, Noah. That's what we do right here on your virtual university. Bring in the most inspirational pool that you can find. And I'm, I'm thankful to God that you have been inspired. Seram from Sugakope, good evening. Evening, sir. How is Sugakope this evening? I'm very good with you, manager. Fantastic. Tell me one yes, thing sir, that Komla said that struck you. I've just been inspired so much by Komla. Komla happens to be my role model for some time. And girlfriend happens to be my radio. He says you should aspire to be yourself and to be far bigger than him. I beg your pardon. He wants you to be far bigger than him. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I, 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 I want to go beyond the sky. Right. Make it happen, my brother. Make it happen. And let's see you at Springboard Aho on the second of March. Second of March. Yes, at the Hope Polytechnic Auditorium, nine a.m. to two p.m. I'm bringing some fantastic speakers. Just make a date with us. Okay. Right. Joe from Dodua. Good evening. Hey Joe, tell me which one point struck you the most? Humility. Humility. Yes. Very important because in the realms in which he's operating, you need humility to, stay, to keep your feet on the ground. Yes. yes. All right. Well, so, if you look at the humble beginning of Obama, I mean, it tells you everything. Right. As the Right. Thank you very much, Joe from Dodoa. Let me take a couple more calls and then we will wrap up with our. Information from the Knowledge Center of Legacy and Legacy. Ibrahim from Legon, good evening. Good evening. Hi, Ibrahim. What, what, what points track a chord with you? Um, I, the point said, um, hello? Yes, Ibrahim. Um, he said, you can be the first of, um, I'm sorry about that, Ibrahim. Let's see if you can get raised again. I'll take my last caller. Robert from Pick Farm. Robert, good evening. Good evening. Robert, which point struck you the most? That is the beginning of something To start something small. To start small, okay. Right. So you want to start small from where you are and live out your dream? Come again. So you want to start from where you are and live out your dream? Yes. <laughs> All right. Wish you the best here at Springboard. 
All right, thank you very much. Let me remind you that the February session at the Knowledge Center is on public speaking and corporate presentation. I don't know what to do, but if you've always wanted to be able to com- communicate confidently and clearly with big audiences like Omla does, or like I try to do sometimes, this is your chance for a two-day intensive coaching and practical session. It will equip managers of companies to prepare speeches and sales presentations to deliver to potential clients and stakeholders. I have personally seen a manager present and almost collapse from stage fright. You can have all the technical ability, but you will need a special skill to be able to speak to big audiences. If you are a corporate manager, an executive, a public servant, a politician, a pastor, or you hold any office that involves speaking with large numbers of people, don't hide your challenges. Make a data at the Knowledge Center next week, Wednesday and Thursday, 9 a.m. till 4 p.m. If there is one skill you will need as you climb up the career ladder, it is communication. 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., the Knowledge Center is on the Knutsford University Road, just behind the Mansfield Grand Hotel. If you want details, call 244 359393. My colleague Clemens is the coordinator. 0244 It will cost you 460 Ghana cities, but it can transform your career forever. And if you have a group of five or more, Clemens will be happy to give you a little group discount to enable you participate. Let me remind you of today's quote from Orson Welles, who says, We are born alone, we live alone, and we die alone. It's only through love and friendship that we can create the illusion for a moment that we are not alone. I want to say a big thank you to Ignatius, to Matthew, and to my boss, Comfort. Springboard has been brought to you by Legacy and Legacy, your preferred choice for world-class corporate training and your superstition, Joy 99.7 FM. Your virtual university is proudly sponsored by MTN, Ghana's number one network, and EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank. Let me greet the people of Takradi. We are coming your way on Wednesday at the Takradi Polytechnic Auditorium. Make a date with us as we bring you... Kojo Ponkroma, Gifty Auntie, and Daniel, a CEO of Zenith Bank. These are your three speakers for Takradi, 5 p.m. till 9 p.m. Of course, Comfort and I will be there. In Cape Coast, Dr. Mensal Tabel, Dr. Joyce Ayi, and Ace Ankuma will be there. Next week, Saturday, we will be in Ho, and that will be on the second. And the grand finale will be in Kumase, CCC in Pat to be precise, and that will have Archbishop Charles Gabriel Palmer Buckle. It would have KSM, it will have James Abel White, it will have Cynthia Lumo of MTN, and it will have Amar Deep Harry of IPMC, along with Comfort and I, in one amazing experience. Until I come your way again next week with an, another springboard inspiring moment, keep the faith and remain blessed. God richly bless you. Good night. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus two three three two four. Nine 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 zero zero zero. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, amazon.com, or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, 
Always remember, you are blessed indeed. Searching, searching.